Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Important things that we hear. Trust. You just hit one of the core things. It's the idea of trusting the process, trusting your relationship, trusting connection. The, the second thing is when you come into, for your listeners, so many people think you got to be perfect to be a mentor, right? And the, the real truth is kids are not looking for you to be perfect. They're just looking for you to be present, right? To be there, to be authentic, to be yourself, to listen to them, to engage with them in real ways. And most of the time, it's people who have gone through challenges in their lives who can share those experiences with the kids who may be facing challenges, similar to how they face challenges coming up in their lives as well. And still now today, and being able to relate in that way. And, and the third one we hear the most on, and this is the most powerful one, is that most people walk into these relationships and I hear it all the time. They think that they're gonna make this incredible impact on young people's lives, and they do, by the way. But what the, the bigs end up telling me the most is they walked into it thinking they're gonna make the most impact and they got impacted the most in the, in the relationship from a young person. So that that goes to the centerpiece of what these relationships are and the difference that that you can make or can help to support when you get involved in organizations like ours. How you day, how you day. That was the voice of artist Stevens. Some of you might not know this, but I've been a member of Big Brothers Big Sisters of America since 2016. It's a program that pairs mentors with mentees and really provides that bridge for mentorship and and leadership that we sometimes don't have and i've loved every experience of it you know the, the the kid i've been paired up with is now 15 and we've grown together and we've learned from each other so today having artists who's the ceo and president of big brothers big sisters of america on the show meant a lot to me if you're looking to pass on any piece of information or knowledge that you've had throughout your lived experience and you feel like you can give back in any shape or form, please listen to this episode and make sure you check out the links in the show notes because that will be a way for you to pass on your ministry to the world. Hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome everyone to another episode of As Told by Nomads and I'm very, very excited for today's guest. His name is Artist Stevens. Now, he's the first black CEO of youth mentoring organization, Big Brothers, Big Sisters of America. The reason I'm really excited about this is because I've been a big brother since 2016. This is very, very personal for me. It's a uh, youth mentorship is a big part of my value system. And he, he's, uh, he, you know, he's the CEO here. And right now they currently have 30,000 children on the wait list for mentors. So my hope is by the end of this interview, as you all are listening, you all start sending in your applications to, uh, to big brothers, big sisters of America and start, you know, showing that you, you want to, to lead the youth as well and mentor the youth as well, rather. 
Big Brother itself is 116 years old. And artist has been inspired by many leaders who blazed a trail before him at the nonprofit organization. Now, his ultimate goal is to lead the award-winning nonprofit organization with new programs, fundraising initiatives, focusing on justice, equity, diversity, and inclusion, or Jedi, for all you Star Wars fans. Welcome to the show. Hey, Tyo, thanks, man. I appreciate it. I, I need I need you to go everywhere with me, man, because you, you got these great openings, brother. I, I got to keep this going. Hey, you know, I've, I've been doing this for a while, you know what I mean? <laughs> but um, I, I got I to ask you, though, what was your background like before you were, the, you know, the CEO? I'm always curious about the before. What led you down this path? Yeah, no. Nah, so so it, it, it's interesting because, you know, I've been in I've been in in the youth field, right? You what we call youth development uh, for more than 25 years. But you know, I always tell people I feel like I was born into this work. And and the reason I, I say that is because one, I'm I'm from a large family, and it was eight of us in my household. Uh, my mom and dad, you know, they knew we didn't have a lot of means, but my mom and dad always told me we were rich in relationships. Right. That was what we were always about, always connected. And my dad was a preacher. My granddad was a preacher. Uh, and I remember I was seven years old Tyo, and, and people used to say, oh, you're going to be a preacher like your dad. So it got stuck in my head. Right. I'm going to be a preacher like my dad. And I said, OK, well, that's what I got to do. I gotta, I'm going to be a preacher just like him now. And it started to like get to me because I was like, is this the walk that I have to walk? And I remember going to him one day and I said, Everyone's telling me I'm going to be a preacher like you. Is that true? And I'll never forget what he told me. He said, everyone has their ministry in this world. You have to find yours. Right. And what that did for me, and I didn't know at the moment how powerful it was for me. It was freeing. It was empowering. It gave me the sense of I wasn't my, my walk. My steps wasn't dictated by what my dad did or my granddad did or the expectations people had for me or the community that I grew up in. None of those things were barriers or blocks for me in terms of who I could be, what I could accomplish, the direction I could go. So my journey to the step was all about this idea of that journey of a ministry, right? Finding my calling, finding what was important for me. It hadn't been perfect. It hadn't been every step that was, was placed. And I figured it out on day one. It's like all of our lives, right? All of our journeys that we take this process, there's bumps in the road, there are things that uh, one door closes, another one opens, but ultimately you get to the place that you're supposed to get to and it helps to lead you to the place that you are today. But it was from that inspiration, it helped to guide me to truly become who I am because it was those words that brought a people around me, right? A village around me, mentors. Yeah. So I feel like I'm in this place because of everything that happened before. Wow. Well, I, I, uh, I love this so much because it does segue into what Big Brothers Big Sisters, uh, you know, do today. And, you know, you, you, in a sense, you found your ministry. You know, you're, you're, you're out here, you know, heading an organization that is providing youth mentorship. And, and I remember I became a big uh, November 8th. It was November 8th, 2016, mm -hmm. just right on the heels of uh, one of the most interesting elections that, that we've seen in recent times. And I, it had been, it was a process, right? I, I remember coming to that point in my life where I wanted to pass on some sort of knowledge or empower someone, you know, in a sense where I wanted people to understand that there's, there's an amazing world that can 
be created for them if they, you know, have access to multiple options. And I, I did research. I, I typed in youth member, you know, youth organizations, and Big Brothers Big Sisters is one of them. And then, you know, the process began. And I'm saying all this to say that anyone listening here, it isn't like you just apply that you actually get vetted. I, I had a background check. I had a bunch of all these things. You get vetted because you all require quality, right? You require quality and you want to make sure that the, the kids are in safe hands. Is that, is that correct? Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. So why now do you, do you, do you feel like there, you know, we have so many kids on the waiting list. There's so many, it's like 30,000, 30,000, you said. So yeah. What do you think is happening? Well, well, here's what's happening. Right. So when you think about our organization, right. And you, you even think about how our organization was founded. Like you talk about your process. We were founded as an alternative innovation to the juvenile justice system. Right. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people don't know that, that that was, we were founded to reach the kids who were most marginalized at the time, the kids who were most challenged. Most of our kids were back in the turn of the, the early 20th century were on the streets, were in crime, were on street gangs. Right. But the idea was there was a better option. There was a better resource. So the innovation was what if we could do something di different than just sending kids through the juvenile justice system? That's how we were founded. That's how we were born. How we grew because people like yourself, you know, diverse communities, diverse people from different various backgrounds said, this is an idea that we can take hold, that I can give my time to, that I can invest to. And it grew and it scaled from that standpoint. So when we talk about being justice, equity, diversity, inclusion, it's not because of a reaction we have to an issue of today. It's because that's our DNA. But the important piece about what you said is that over time, what happens is if you just look at our society, what's happened in our society? We got 11 million kids in poverty, right? Yeah. Today, we, yeah. got, we got tens of million kids who are going through emotional trauma. The social isolation, the pandemic has done nothing but exasperated that. 20% of our kids, Tayo, report that they've lost connection with an important adult in their life. And these types of environmental challenges create these types of social breakdowns, these structures. It's not because our kids don't have the potential. It's because a lot of times they don't have the opportunity and the connection in their lives. And that's why the importance of having these types of mentors that come into their lives can make all the difference because it creates representation. Yeah. It creates modeling. It creates access where they don't have it. But it's built up over time because we only have so much resource to be able to do it. But now what we need to do is to be able to create a huge demand that we have from young people with the supply of incredible mentors. But you know what's key to that? People have to know who we are, right? They got to know that we're an option for them to be able to join and to take place, that it's safe for them as yeah. well as safe for the kids. And, and doing things like what you're doing and be, being a platform is creating those types of avenues that we can create more opportunities for people to get involved and get engaged because it is critical. We're going to change kids' lives today. I love that. And, and the, the important thing that you shared there was this idea of opportunity. And, and, and you know, with, with my, my kid, the kid that I mentor, he's, you know, he stays in, uh, you know, in the hood, honestly. If, if, if we're being honest, he was in his third foster kid third foster home rather, um, him and his sister. And I, I remember when I, when I first got him, he was in the process of figuring out, you know, whether he was going to be adopted by the family is with now. And thankfully he has been, but it took a long time for us to get to a point where he would share pivotal moments 
for me, I, I mean, it's, I remember five years. I've had him since 2016 and, and, and it's been only this year that he's continued to share some of those things that I, you know, that, that he felt comfortable with. And I, I say this to say that it's always a process. And the fact that there's a consistent presence often builds that trust. And I, I think a lot of people think that if you mentor youth, it's going to happen immediately. And, and, and then, you know, your job is done, but it's a lifelong experience where just you being consistently there will eventually lead to that presence. And that's the commitment that it takes to, to actually go there. So even if you aren't actually getting immediate feedback initially, just trust that you are being a positive influence in that, on that kid's life because they are, they're not used to consistent presence, but the more you show up, the more they start to trust. And then that leads to a beautiful society and the next generation of leaders. You just hit on one of the, the most important things we always hear from what we call bigs, right? Bigs yeah. and littles, like the adult who's the big, the little who's the young person. Yeah. Important things that we hear. Trust, you just hit one of the core things. It's the idea of trusting the process, trusting your relationship, trusting connection. The, the second thing is when you come into, for your listeners, so many people think you got to be perfect to be a mm. mentor, right? And the, the real truth is kids are not looking for you to be perfect. They're just looking for you to be present, right? To be there, to be authentic, to be yourself, to listen to them, to engage with them in real ways. And most of the time, it's people who have gone through challenges in their lives who can share those experiences with the kids who may be facing challenges, similar to how they face challenges coming up in their lives as well, and still now today, and being able to relate in that way. And, and the third one we hear the most on, and this is the most powerful one, is that most people walk into these relationships, and I hear it all the time. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. They think that they're going to make this incredible impact on young people's lives. And they do, by the way. But what the, the bigs end up telling me the most is they walked into it thinking they're going to make the most impact. And they got impacted the most in, right. the, in the relationship from That's a young right. person. So that that goes to the centerpiece of what these relationships are and the difference that that you can make or can help to support when you get involved in organizations like ours. Just wanted to stop by here before we get back to the episode. I wanted to let you all know that I do have a collective for people who are interested in developing their cultural competency skills, becoming more anti-racist. And it's a resource of things that you can do with your family, with your school, with yourself to work through your individual journey to become a better culturally competent leader. 
It's called UID Collective, and the link is in the show notes, but it's a mix of courses, it's a mix of resources, things you can download, and all you need to do is sign up as a member. It's a monthly membership. I'd love for you to check it out, use it with your friends, use it with your family, use it with yourself, okay? The link is in the show notes. It's called UID Collective, and it's for those of you that want to improve your cultural competency skills. Back to the episode. Yeah. Well, well, so... Anyone listening right now has probably gotten a good lay of the land. How can we, as, uh, as listeners in a society, participate so we can fill these vacancies? Because there's so many kids on the waiting list, and that breaks my heart. So I want to know what the best way is to reach out to Big Brothers, Big Sisters, and to make sure that they fill that void. Yeah, well, that's the beauty of our organization is, is the scale, right? So we, we serve 5,000 communities. We're in all 50 states, you know, hundreds of thousands of young people. So the, the beauty of what we do is you can connect in in various ways of, of uh, one, going online uh, at bbbs.org to, to find a local agency uh, in your community to get involved. All you have to do is put in the zip code where you live, and then the local agency will just pop up uh, through our website Here's how you can get involved. Your time, right? Committing the time. So if you want to become a big, you go through a process, like you said, but the, but the process is one that is important both for the young person and their family, but also for you, right? Because we want to match you with the, a young person that you can sustain that relationship with. They typically match. You typically meet once a month. Sometimes for, for others, it may be more, but you get so much more out of it. Yes. You know, another way that people get really involved is through donation and investment. So not everybody can can execute on time. And we get that. But a lot of people say, I want to give a donation so that I can invest in these relationships to happen so that we can have people on the ground that manages, supports our volunteers, helps our young people. We do a lot of work with families, not just the young person, but the family that's around them as well. And that takes costs and that takes investment uh, to do so. Uh, and then the, the other place is through where you work. So we are the largest, another thing that a lot of people don't know, we're the largest provider of workplace mentoring for young people in the country. So we work with companies all across the country to provide workplace mentoring where young people either come to the workplace or you go to a school during lunch hours to provide volunteering, right? So one, check with your local company to see one, is there a Big Brothers, Big Sisters volunteering program through your company? And if not, maybe you help to start one up in your company and where you work to be able to create those kind of opportunities. And then last, you can always advocate, right? Tell the story uh, and share messages about the story of Big Brothers, Big Sisters, or even mentoring, right? I would love for people to talk about our organization, but it's bigger than us. This yeah. is about kids. And if you see a local mentoring organization in your community that you can help out and support, whether it's Big Brothers, Big Sisters or not, we want you to support those types of organizations. And I, I love that people can get involved in so many levels. You, you brought up multiple levels there with the employee partnerships, fundraising, donations and, and, and actual you know, physical mentorship. And I, I think it's interesting and I think it's very important for people to understand, again, that this is a process. And a lot of us live in this world where we, we are so reactive, but just even the, the idea of someone a little, in this case, understanding that there's a commitment to someone, commitment to them for at least a year is so important with, to the psychological you know, approach to, to how they see themselves showing up in the future. All of a sudden, the self-esteem boosts. They believe that someone 
who is working is taking the time out of their day to, to, to just talk to them or take them out or even just zoom call them. And, and that is something that, you know, we can't underestimate everyone. Listen, I would encourage you to think of yourselves if you're siblings and, and, and or parents or, you know, uncles or aunts, just think about how excited you get when you see that family member after such a long time, that's what's happening, you know, at least once or twice a month, depending on, on, on where you are. And it's so important to be able to, make that culture. That's beauty. And that's the beauty of it, right? When, when you think about it, even in my case, you know, I had, I grew up in a community where there wasn't a lot of people that were going to, I was the first in my family to go to college and graduate. And, but I didn't always, I think that wasn't always in front of me. What was in front of me was I saw ball players, right? Yeah. And I played ball and I thought I was, I thought that was my way in, right? I thought my, my way in was playing ball and, you know, I got hurt my junior year in high school, you know, after, and that's where all the re- recruitment, recruiting letters and all the, the scouts went away. Right. Yeah. And, and, and I remember it like it was yesterday because I also remember get, being depressed that, man, my opportunity had sort of floated away. But, but I also remember people, mentors going around me who didn't have a lot of education, but here's what they told me. They said, you do. They said, they said, you are someone, you, you got to put every skill set that you put into playing ball, everything you did to show up, the determination, the resiliency, the focus, the task orientation, all that stuff. Like, but you got to apply it to something else. And I ended up still going to the same university that I was being recruited, that I thought I was being recruited to at first. I just went academically, right? Yeah. And, and all of that title was because this idea of having mentors in my life who didn't allow me to give up, right? They said, nudge. They said, move forward. They gave me resiliency. They gave me ideas. And every kid deserves that. Every every young person deserves that. And that's why it's so important. When people ask me about why this mission is so important, it's important because the interactions that you make with a young person in their life can be game-changing. It can be game-changing for their life and that's what we see every single day. That's what you've lived out in your relationship with, with your little. And that's what so many people around this country is doing. But we know we need more. And that's what the opportunity is. Well, there you go. I mean, it's a, I think it's a, it's an incredible service that you're, you're doing. And I love the commitment to justice, equity, diversity, and inclusion. I, I run a, you know, uh, a diversity, equity, inclusion, belonging, and accessibility firm. So that is my job uh, on a daily basis. So whenever I see organizations commit to that, it's very important for me. And so um, I'm, I'm glad that this is living out the, the, you know, the initial uh, reasons for, of its founding and providing people with opportunities, but also making sure that we're doing so on an equitable level and fighting for liberation and justice at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, we, we, we're going to have to figure out somewhere down the road, man, to, to get you get you back connected with us uh, on some some national work. We would love to, to keep you connected and love to keep you engaged. Hey, this is what I do for a living. So whenever you're ready, uh, I, 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 I'd love to do that. But, you know, I got to commend you for doing what your father said, you know, you know, setting out to live out your ministry and, and preaching from your, your own pulpit there. Right. And, and, and you have, you have quite a big message and a big sermon to deliver. And uh, I'll say you've done it. You've done a good job, not only blaze trailing uh, as the as first black CEO, but uh, I hope that when people listen to this, they understand that your commitment goes beyond uh, just, uh, you know, your, your title. It's, it's actually a life work of yours. So. 
Thank you so much. Well, appreciate you having me on and appreciate the opportunity to converse with you and connect with you, my friend. Hey, well, before we go, there's one last question. Last question is this. <laughs> my mission statement is use your difference to make a difference. So, Artis, how do you use your difference to make a difference? Oh, man. So, so it, it, it's big for me. And, and, and I'll tell you that it's, it's, it's both on a micro and, and a macro level. Um, every day that I get up in the morning, Every day that that I think about, I think about the purpose that that I'm on this earth, and, and uh, I, I'm faith led because because of my background, but the purpose that that, that God has given me. And um, I always say, me and my I have two girls, my wife and, and my two girls. Before we leave the house every day, and they go off to school, we always you know have this saying, right? It, it's to be smart, be strong, be kind, be you. Right. And I think about that because it's so important to how I make a difference. It's it's partly in terms of my family and the, the person I want to be as a father and as a husband and the interactions I do every day in my own little individual unit here. But also that we say to each other in terms of our responsibility to this world. So when we say those 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 meanings, they know it just as much as I do when they go to school, when my wife goes out of the house, when I go out of the house. Our goal is to be that, right? It's to be, to make the best decisions. It's to have the most courage and resiliency in the, in the things that we do. It's to be this idea of kindness and compassionate and empathy to others. And it's to be our authentic selves in what we do. And if we do that right, if we live by those principles, hopefully what that is allowing us to do is to make the biggest impact on others' lives as well as our own. Uh, and that for, for us is, is really about what it takes to live the kind of life that we, we want to share and live together. Well said, sir. Well said, sir. Well, we'll make sure we'll put that in the show notes. I want to thank you for coming on and sharing your service with us. Uh, hopefully we'll make a dent into, into, into that gap there, but um, thank you for doing what you're doing. And I'm, I'm hoping to, you know, do more projects with you and the organization at large. Appreciate you, my brother. Anytime. Kings, Queens and royalty until next time, use your difference to make a difference. You've just been listening to the As Told by Nomads podcast. For more ways to reach out to Tayo and to use your difference to make a difference, head over to www.tayoroxon.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.